You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what we got to do. Hit us up on all the social media outlets. On the Twitter, we are at TNWpod. Oh, my God, on Facebook. We are at Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. Uh, we are at talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Hit us up on the Instagram. We are at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we are on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a favorable review, a favorable rating, and we will be grateful, and we will even mention you on the show. Ah, uh, oh, hey, what else? Oh, hit us up on Spotify. Talking Wrestling is on Spotify with many other popular podcasts, but we were there before Joe Rogan, so remember that. Uh, not only that, on Spotify, while you're there, give uh, Casey Corbin a follow and check out one of my four albums on uh, Spotify as well. Uh, with that said, you know what time it is. It's time to introduce my co-host, my man with the most, the man who loves cinnamon toast uh, from more than six feet away. He's all the way at his house in Mississauga. Please welcome good buddy of mine, Reese Turner. Hey, buddy. How are you? You good? Fantastic. How are you, bud? It's great. Wonderful, brother. I'm wonderful. What a good week. It was a good week. I was uh, I was up at my cottage for uh, all last week, so I didn't get much wrestling in. But I made it home in time for a pay-per-view, took in Raw. Fuck, they've been teasing the Kevin Nash, Broken Skulls Ranch, Stone Cold Steve Austin interview on YouTube forever. And it's finally up now on uh, the network. And uh, so it, it was a great it was a great Sunday, Monday. Uh, Tuesday did not watch very much. But uh, here we are on Wednesday. We're taping on Wednesday, so we're not going to get to Dynamite. We could try to predict what's going to happen on Dynamite, which oh, would be, be I predict, awesomeness. But um, we will see. Who, who will, who's debut? Who's going to debut this week? I don't know. I'm expecting someone, though. Well, we get to – so, so what's funny about the last week on Dynamite was Jim Ross could not understand why his name was Malachi – or where he got the name Malachi, because I guess Jim Ross did not see the video of where he made the devil's given him his name, and the, the devil, devil made him do it. So yeah. it's uh, it's just so funny that people actually missed that video that was going. I would have missed it if you didn't show it to me. But yeah, that's it. But we're hip and we're cooler than Jr. because we're in the know. We know what was going on. We know more, baby. We know more, and it's not a surprise because you know when it boils right down to it, you and I were just a couple 
of Good Canadian Guys! Of Good Canadian Boys! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Well, that's, I, I, I can't believe that uh, we are more in the know than old JR. Yeah, yeah. It, or it doesn't surprise me, but, you know. Uh, me neither. He's too busy being just a good commentator for me. I like him. Yeah. I love old JR. Um, so what did, uh, what did you watch this week? Uh, what did you see? And, uh, what did you like? Well, I caught the pay-per-view. I was a fan of the pay-per-view overall. There were some really good spots. There were some spots I wasn't too pleased with. Uh, <laughs> I watched, uh, you know, AW last, uh, or sorry, AW on last Wednesday. I didn't, cause we're recording this Wednesday. I didn't get to catch it yet cause it's impossible for me to, have. uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched the pay-per-view, um, watched a little bit of NXT, uh, uh, last night. It was good. Yeah, it was okay. I watched Monday Night Raw. You know, I watched some WWE and a little AEW, maybe. Well, you know what? It just seems like, you know, now that the WWE is back in front of fans, they got a little more oomph in their product, a little more pep in their step, you know? Pep in the step. You know, and I think it showed on, on, uh, on Money in the Bank, and it definitely showed on a pretty good follow-up Raw. Uh, you know, like I, I've got no complaints about anything that the WWD did on Sunday or Monday night. Um, you know, I thought the, the card was good on Sunday. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the woman. I like how, come on, like Natty and Tamina, you're a tag team. How do you lose money in the bank? That's also, that's what I didn't like that's the, one of my low spots was the women's money in the bank match just because how is a tag team how do you got a tag team in money in the bank when they don't do any spots to help each other win or cost each other it you know like they were just there it's they, so dumb they got dressed together like they both got their hair done together i yeah. love that the idea of getting your hair done for a wrestling match uh it's such women's wrestling you know, it's like, I have to have my hair looking perfect before we pull it. Um, you know. Well, I think Ric Flair is also pretty. Oh, yeah. Concerned with the do. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when he was so upset because uh, this guy, Jim Hurd, he came in and he made me cut my hair and he didn't know anything about wrestling and I had to have short hair. And he was like so upset. I'm like, oh, no. Not a haircut. I used to hate haircuts when I was a kid. Uh, haircuts are not for good in wrestling. Haircuts are... I still do hate if, haircuts. If you lose a match, you can lose your hair. That happens. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened several times. And some, and sometimes you get your hair back like John Cena. Oh, that's right. I, did you see his... I was like, when he came out, I was excited because I'm like, what's under the cap? Is he taking the cap off? Let's see what's going on underneath the cap. Because you know he's in... The biggest fight of his what? life right now is against his hairline. That's what's going oh, on. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. You must have seen John. you got to send me some pictures. You have to send me some pictures of bald Cena. Well, he's not bald, but his hairline keeps, it's, it's going and it's going. And like, it's like a, it's like, it's like a home run from, from, uh, it's like, uh, what's his, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Mr. October, Reggie Jackson. Knocking the oh, ball, really? it's going, it's going, it's going, it's gone. You know, like that's oh, that's John send me a picture. Chena's hairline. So gotta send me a picture of this. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, he had the hair, 
He had a bro off on the week. Like uh, they did a bro off. Him and uh, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. And and that's only gonna come back and bite Matt Riddle in the ass. He shouldn't be broing it up with with John Cena. Like what's no, what's Randy gonna think? Well not Randy. Randy. But Randy. Fuck I love it. What a bunch. I love him and Rick Boogs together. Can you play me out to Randy's music? <laughs> Um, I the uh oh, and I also they finally put up the the on the network they finally put up the 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 top ten remaining tag teams of all time. Very different from our list. I'll just say that right now. Yeah, and, well, we weren't measuring merchandise dollars, baby. Well, apparently, merchandise dollars what makes you the greatest tag team because a, a new day is the greatest tag team of all time, according to. The WWE. And they weren't even on our top ten list. They weren't even on our top ten list. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. Which 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 version of New Day is the best? Like which one which version do you like? Yeah. Do you like Kofi yeah. and do you like Kofi and uh Big E? Do you like Kofi yes. and uh and and uh Xavier Woods? No. Or do you like Xavier and Big E? No. I don't like Xavier Woods. I think Kofi and Big E are could have been reminiscent to the Hart Foundation. Yep, hundred uh, percent. And the Hart Foundation were the number two tag team, uh, and they had uh, uh, they had Edge and Christian and the Har- no no no, the Hardys. I think the Hardys might have been number two, and the and the and then the. Well, Hart I had Fo- that pretty high too. I think the Hardys. Well, it's so funny because um, they have the Hardys and Edge and Christian in like the top five or the top uh, six, but the Dudleys are like sixteen. And I'm like, why are the Dudleys so farther down than these other two teams when they all those three teams kind of just made each other? Like that was. Well, the... I think it was, like Edge and Christian and the Hardys made each other more so with their matches against each other first. But when the Dudleys came, it was like adding, it was adding to an already good thing, you know. I agree, but, yeah, yeah. And I and they do show when the uh, Hardys came back in San Francisco at WrestleMania and uh, surprised all the fans. Um, what they don't mention was like that their match the night before for Ring of Honor against the Young Bucks, and it was a ladder match. Was a half an hour long and was fucking insane, and it was awesome. And it was like the Hardys were so banged up that it's like, are they sticking around for WrestleMania? And they had to hide out in their in their hotel. Yeah. You know, it was like, uh, did you uh, uh, you see that too on uh, Being the Elite? Uh, Matt Hardy pulls up to the Young Bucks. Matt Hardy's like, one day you will be better than me and my brother. But right now, like, actually, you're better than me and my brother. He's sucking up to them real hard. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I love that he's, they're together now, you know, again. Oh, the, yeah, who, we just Matt need Hardy. to get Jeff over there, baby. I wish. I wish. I wish Jeff would leave the WWE. Like, why wouldn't you like, like, it seems to him, to me, uh, he can spend more time being in a rock band and wrestling and have a, and pro and prolong his career like Chris Jericho does. Yeah. You know, Jericho won't be probably won't be on dynamite. He might be gone for months 
for months now because Fozzie's on the road. So yeah. we're going to see, you know, it, it, and I like it when wrestlers go away because when they come back, you get that big pop. Yeah, like what happened with Mr. fucking John Cena, you know, at Money in the Bank. Well, John Cena has not been, like, I'm trying to think of when he left the WWE. The last time I remember seeing John Cena was when he had the match with The Fiend. WrestleMania, uh, that's what, he was in the playhouse, the the, the yeah. Firefly house. And that was the last I remember seeing old Johnny Boy. That was the last time, that was his last appearance in the WWE. So it was literally two WrestleManias ago. Two years ago. No, John Cena. By the way, congratulations to Santino Morella or our or our good friend Anthony Carucci. Uh he just had a baby girl. So, Anthony Carucci. Way to go. And not all that, not only that, uh, we're going into because uh, we're deep into phase three. Uh the phase Battle three. Arts Academy is starting back up. Uh, which nice. means uh, live wrestling indoors is so close to happening in Canada. And Casey, we should do, uh, you should see if we can do an episode from that academy while we take a class together. I will not take a wrestling class because I will fucking hurt myself. There's no doubt about that. I'm Do it for no, the I'm, art, baby! I'm 40, 47 years old. Let's go! I, I could be a manager that can maybe take a bump. But my my last flat back bump was off a train, and uh, I landed it perfectly, and I'm done. So that's that, you know. Fair play. Fair, Fair play. play. Yeah. Yeah. You win. I went up. A, yeah. I uh, yeah. I was thrown from a locomotive. It wasn't speeding. It was stop. But was stop. So like honestly, a flat back bump on a canvas should really not be much. You know. Not as much as the pavement. No, I guess okay, so. Okay, we're doing it. Let's go. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. You could be a manager. Let's take manager classes and see if we can manage wrestlers there. Oh, my God. That would be so much Me fun. Me and you should manage opposing wrestlers and feud with each other through our wrestlers. Well, that would that's, that is something that has happened before. Um, yeah, we could we could start a feud with somebody. Or what if, what if we got someone to manage and then we we were both the managers of them? And uh, and sometimes we disagree on what they should do. That would be great. And Let's see like, if we could do that. So we're Let's like make a, that happen. we're like one of us is a heel manager, and one of us, and because we both have long hair, we both have yeah. beards. It's like you're the younger version of me, but as long as we dress the same, like if we could get Dumb and Dumber tuxes. Oh, buddy. And yeah. uh, that that's but like you're the you're the good guy because and like I'm the bad guy, and it's like no, I've learned better. You got to be better. And it's like this. No, cheat to win, baby. Cheat to win. Cheat to win. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so fun. Let's do it. Let's make that happen. Talk to your boy. We gotta talk to some people and see where, where who where where this can happen and where we can make it happen. Maybe uh, maybe we talk to uh, Channing Decker and uh, maybe have this doing on in uh, Greek Town. That Let's might be that. an idea. I'm into it. I'm so. into. It. I'm willing to take a bump, not a serious bump, but a bump. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe a serious bump. I don't even know yet. Let's do it, baby. (laughs) I'll take. I'll look it. If someone hits me, I'll throw myself down easily. I would, uh, because I say I wouldn't, but I used to do fucking wrestling stick in their restaurant when I looked worked at the Lone Star. Hey, I was the outlaw. I had a fucking reputation to live up to. So what would happen is 
I've probably told this on the story on, on the show before, but what would happen is the bus boys would come up and I would knock something over. I was like, bus boy. And I'd snap my fingers. I'm like, we need you to clean these up, these chips. So then he'd have to, the bus boy would come over with the, with the, with the, with the, um, with the sweeper and the broom and uh, sweep up the chips and he would talk to the table. I'm like, don't talk to the table, bus boy. That's my job. Just do your work. Clean up the chips. And then I was like, and the table would be like, that was kind of rude. And then I'd knock more chips on purpose. I'm like, you forgot some chips over here, bus boy. And then another bus boy would come over <laughs> and I would never call them by their names. I would call them by bus boys. And I would do this throughout like the four, like the hour. Of, and I'm like, I was in a room where everybody could see what was going on. And I was planting the seed and everything. And then all of a sudden I was like, I've overcrossed a step. My, my tables almost don't like me because of the way I'm treating the bus boys. <laughs> and then the bus boys come up and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm not picking up your chips anymore. You sweep it up. And I was like, what? And then I turned and one of them hit me with a tray. There was like one behind me. He hit me with a tray. And then the other guy hit me with the broomstick. And then another guy hit me with a tray. And I was like all over. I get up, take another tray. And the whole room was cheering. They were cheering. And I had to crawl away. And I was like, somebody look after my tails. And I would just like left. And I came out later on. And they're like, wow, that was quite the uh, beating you took. I'm like, I don't know what you talk about. I'm outlaw. And uh, I was in the washroom for the last hour. Somebody locked me in. So, so it was just a whole shtick. And it was so awesome. It's just like. When it's like you, dinner and a show. I love that. Yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. So we got to do that. Now, um, did you see, okay, so not only that, were you happy with B- Big E? Yeah. Do you think this is going to be a wasted money in the bank, or is this uh, going to be a good money in the bank winner? I think already it's better than the last money in the bank because there's already you already, there's already direction to it. Like, you had Bobby Lashley just fucking dummy Kofi Kingston, make Kofi Kingston look like not a wrestler even. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so, like, now Big Brother Big E is going to be like this. Yo, you just fucked up my friend, bald man. And not now, all... yeah, fight me. But you but it, it looks like he might have it at ease because we finally get Keith Lee back on Raw after where we don't know where he went. He yeah. was, you know, and now, you know, I like to call him Bashley, uh, Bobby Lashley, because he bashes his opponents. Bobby Lashley bash, bash, bash. has no problem defeating Keith Lee, which you thought there would be a problem, but he didn't have any did much have of a problem. Because he did have a problem before Keith Lee went away. Yes. I remember he couldn't put the hurt lock on Keith Lee because his his, he was too big. He still couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't so do like, it on yeah. Raw. It's just like, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's like he's a good – I don't think that was great for Keith Lee's career. No. I think Keith Lee needed to come back, and his first match back in the public eye needed to be a win. Of course. But, you, you know, know, they but, but like they want to – I think they – it's nice to see that they want to build a champion. Like they want to build Bobby oh, yeah. Lashley. And because like, you know, and, you know, like now um, Goldberg – is back. Wait, is Goldberg facing Lashley or who is he going after? Uh, oh, Roman? No, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So, so Goldberg comes down, which I was excited, 
and Goldberg looks good, and he's going to go at Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley's going to destroy Bill Goldberg. Yeah. And this is the, well, he should be able to destroy Bill Goldberg. He's pushing 60 now. Oh, of course. Of course Bobby Lashley's going to straight. But you know what? Hopefully, this is going to lead to maybe Big E and Bobby Lashley because I don't know if you saw that picture of or Big E when he was on top of the fucking ladder, but he's jacked. Big E's always been a big boy. He's always been a powerful boy too, but it's like the thing is, is can he quit the fucking giggles long enough to get serious about Bobby Lashley? Oh, that's a good question. And like, there's only one way you can really find out, and that's 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 if when they go, because they're gonna go, and you know they're gonna go. Put and the pancakes a, away. Put the pancakes it's be a away. On Haas fight, and this is what I like, because there's also the. Do you do you think the other members of New Day get involved? Do you think that this is more of a like, hey, these three guys, because there's there's really there's three of them. It's not yeah. just Big E. Or do you think it'll just be Big E. I don't think so. Well, Big E's over on one brand, whereas the other two are on the other brand. I think they're coming. I think they're gonna be reunited, and it feels so good. Imagine if they had the world title and they acted. They carried the world title the way they carried the tag titles, where it's like three of the the New Day is now the world champion. That'd be amazing. Where they keep and they amazing. just you you defend the title tonight. You defend the title tonight. You to no Woods, you take the night off. Kofi, you defend yeah. the title tonight. Like Yeah, it's either Kofi or Biggie. Woods, you just play the trombone and shut the fuck up. Burp, <laughs> burp, 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 burp. I know, it's burp, not even like burp, burp. Burp, 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 burp. It's like it's not even good trombone. No. No, it's not even good. It's uh, I sometimes even you know, it sounds like the guy that lives beneath me. Who plays his trombone at night? Like one time I came home with a girl. I'm heavy set. I worry about my weight, you know, and I get naked with her, and all of a sudden, burr, 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 burr. I'm like, I don't want to hear Tuba Godden Jr. downstairs playing his fucking horn <laughs> when I'm trying to have sex. Like I'm when, trying to get somebody to play my horn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a cook and I a boy trying to get his horn donut. And this guy's fucking playing the the theme song to A&W, The Love Story, you know. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. But it'll be no, interesting to see how the New Day handle the world championship. Because they didn't do it when Kofi had it. They didn't They didn't switch it up. But, um, but they'll it, help. I think they'll help. Why not? And then they could be a heelish champ. Out heel the heel. But I don't know. I, I It's going to be a good fight. And I'm looking forward to it. If you had the money in the bank and you won the money in the bank. Yeah. Um, first of all, um, the female money in the bank, a couple of years ago when James Ellsworth won it for Carmilla, were you against that for it or against it? Uh, for him winning it for somebody? Well, to me, it was like when I when I look back at that, I was like, hey, James Ellsworth is clearly in the friend zone with Carmilla, and she's just leading yeah. him along. But but him doing that was in perfectly within his character and perfectly yeah. within the storyline because he's just trying to get yeah. laid. Yeah. If he climbs up and gets it for her, why would he not do that? He's going to get rewarded. It only made sense. <laughs> You're right. 
So I wasn't uh, all mad, but then the internet said, "No, they've tarnished the yeah, first woman stupid. money in the bank." Get over it. Um, yeah. I really like that ending, and uh, and and so forth. And um, so what? What now? If you won the money in the bank, if you yeah. were in the money in the bank, and you yeah. won the money in the bank, yeah. how how would you cash in? I'm going for the intercontinental title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to be the 24 seven champ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just use it for that. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Um, I would wait like, cause you know, there's about to be a couple big slap, happy bang, bang happening fights. You know what I mean? And then I do the, I do the heel thing, man. I'm not waiting to big it up and be like, I want you. At WrestleMania, I'm gonna wait until somebody half kicks the shit out of you, and then I'm gonna walk down the aisle. I'm gonna cash in. I'm gonna hit you five finishers in a row, and then I'm gonna just take the pin. And then people are gonna be like, "Well, that's not a very face thing to do." And I'm gonna be like, "This, no one said it was a face, you punk." And then I'm gonna give that person my finisher, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh snap!" And then I take the belt and walk away. All right, I think I would keep the card close to my pocket. And I would hold on and not say what I was going to do. But I have full intent of carrying that that briefcase into WrestleMania and cashing in at Mania. Because Mania, because it puts me in the main event at WrestleMania. That's the biggest paycheck of the year. And if I go over on top, it's even bigger. If I lose, it's still bigger than everybody else on the roster. It's still a huge paycheck. It's still yeah. me main eventing. 80,000 plus, and uh, I would do that, but I wouldn't announce it. I would, you know, come down and, you know, like milk it, like, is he going to cash in? Is he going to cash in? And then I'd be like, ah, and I'd grab it and I'd walk back, you know, into the booze. And do it like seven times. Just keep coming. Oh, out. yeah. Like, everybody's like, oh, so just take the belt away. Just take the briefcase away from him. Okay. And maybe some, and then maybe sometime. I met Matt, bro, like uh, Matt Riddle and I. I'm like, bro, I'll meet you on the ring. I got some treats. And then I'd open up the money in the bank and I'd pull out some juice boxes and some cookies. And then we'd fucking watch a match and drink juke boxes and bro out. I would do the same thing and make it a, a lunchbox. Of course. They, and, and they sell money in the, money in the bank lunchboxes for kids at the fucking, uh, when you go see wrestling. You can buy the actual briefcase. It's, it, it's, for, it's for people. Sometimes they happen to be children who buy it, but it could be for us. Don't, no, no, no. Don't say I think the actual, for us. the actual briefcases that you buy are for the adults. <laughs> but no, no, like, both. Both of them. The lunchboxes, they're both for adults. Kids can also appreciate them. I adults um, appreciate them more. <laughs> I was with Ryan McClellan when he bought a Money in the Bank briefcase for $50. <laughs> and... Um, I said, open it up before we we leave the stand. He's like, why? And I'm like, if there's no contract in there, there's no point in buying this briefcase. <laughs> yeah. so, there? No, of course not. But I would print one up and just have one in there just anyways at all. Yeah, I think they should have to. It's like, yeah, <laughs> come on. If you're selling a money in the bank briefcase, put in a little knickknack on the inside, you know, like a championship keychain. Yeah. And like a, and a fucking uh, a contract. Yeah, exactly. Come on, WWE. You know what? You, you know what would, would be good is um, is if you had the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase and uh, 
Wait, the contract. Wait, oh yeah, and the contract was in it. That would be the best. Um, be the best. Yeah. So, so um, the men's money in the bank, Big E won. I was yeah, fine with I that. It. I love Kevin Owens in any I match. Like His creativity, uh, yeah. everything he does is fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, I just wish uh, he would come out on top sometime soon. And he's yeah. kind of just, you know, he's kind of just there. And I, I wish they would do more with him. Uh, killer, uh, killer, killer cross or Killian cross, or he's, he's, he's coming. He's come up now. He's he lost it. his first match. He's undefeated and he loses his first match on the main roster. What a dink. Well, that's not his problem. That's, uh, that's the way that's Vince it. No, wanted that, it. I'm not calling him a dink. I'm calling the fucking creative a dink. How do you, how do you bury all of that talent that put him over in NXT and just be like, yeah, your first match, you're going to lose by a roll up. <laughs> I just pictured Nelson Muntz. <laughs> I roll <somewhere>. up. <laughs> like, come on. You know, like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> Give the guy a win his first match in the fucking show. You yeah. know what I mean? He should have squashed some, he should have squashed like a member of Lucha House Party or, or something all, like or, that. Or just the the Lucha House Party. He should have squashed well, all three. Yeah, or fucking give him Baron Corbin. It's sad Baron Corbin time. Let him run into Karrion Cross, and Karrion Cross puts him through a windshield or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I, anything, anything. Um, yeah. You know, you, you said a roll-up. Uh, that brings up me to um, Broken Skull Ranch with Stone Cold and Kevin uh, Kevin uh, Nash, and which Kevin was Nash. which was which is look at these are two of my favorite guys. And I could listen, like, I can listen to Kevin Nash talk about anything forever. You know, just give him a glass of wine and give him a, a fucking bottle of wine and let him just fucking shoot the shit and talk. He, he's so entertaining. But he said, uh, <laughs> Bob, when he started wrestling Bob Backlund in their series of matches, Bob Backlund would always insist that um, that he was going to, wait, Kevin Nash would have to... D- Kevin Nash would either have to do a roll up on 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 uh, like a sunset flip on 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 fucking Bob Backlund, or Bob Backlund would have to do a sunset flip on him. But either way, no, neither of them are cool. And no, apparently, the Undertaker just... he went backstage, and the Undertaker's like, "If I ever see you like do or take a sunset flip again." That's the end. Like he's like because <laughs> he's like because if you have to do it, then I'm gonna have to do it, and we should not even be leaving our feet, you know, not to do a sunset flip. That's for fucking sure. So yeah. uh, that was kind of interesting. Uh, I love the respect that that Nash and um, Stone Cold have for Brett, even though Brett wouldn't take. Nash is finished. He wouldn't take the jackknife. Uh, Nash has talked about that several times, but he has also said, I will not say a bad thing about Brett. He's like, Stone Cold's yeah. like, Brett put me on the map. Brett made me. And Nash was like, and Brett made me as well. You know, he yeah. did, he did, you know. So um, it, it it's just, uh, it's cool given that, like, I love the respect for Brett. And then they, they, there was parts of the interview too where nash was like him and austin would drive down the back roads and they would turn the lights out on the car and see if they could get up to 100 100 miles per hour i was like yeah and and, and kevin x goes and why did we do this because we had no 
we had no future in our careers, you know, like we had nothing going on. Like what a bunch of idiots. Um, just craziness, craziness. Great Crazy interview. Stuff. Though. Yeah. Great interview. Um, I love anything to talk. Like I love, you know, they said, uh, the night in Charlotte when all the cops came out where they said, uh, Nash and, and Hall came down with baseball bats and Nash's was real, but, but but Halls was gimmicked, so when he hit the real steps with the real one, it was like holy shit. And then somebody tries to come through, and Hall hits him with the gimmicked one. He's like, nobody's gonna want to come through the ring to come at us because you have to bend to get out of the ring, and we have baseball bats. And then the police all came in, and they had a showdown with the Charlotte police, and their hands were actually on their fucking guns. Like, they're going to take action on the NWO. Oh, like, they got, anyways, they worked the police that night. And the police yeah. thought it was real. And so, and, you know, like, it's so funny where Bischoff said to Kevin Nash, we're going to put Vince out of business. And Nash looked at him and laughed. And he said, oh, you're so, you're so funny. Like, he goes, he goes, look at, he goes, do you not just see what what happened here tonight? He's like, basically, two, the, you have 100 guys on your roster or whatever, and you have, you know, and basically the entire, your entire wrestling organization is afraid of two guys from up north. He's like, and you think you're going to take out Vince? He's like, you can't even take out two guys from his organization. That's the perception out there. Is holy fuck these two guys are better than everybody in WCW, and he goes, he goes, you're not, and he goes, we told him, he's like, you know, someday when you're working for Vince, you're gonna feel really stupid about thinking for this, thinking about that, you know, and Hogan was like, yeah, you know, like, don't, I don't know, like that just might be him talking after the fact, though. I don't know if he said all that. Kevin is is very good at spinning an old yarn, I think. Oh, but Vishoff was so so obnoxious, like. Too. Do you not yeah, remember like, when when he uh, he challenged uh, McMahon to show up at a pay per view so they could yeah. have a match, and yeah, right. and he sat on his motorbike waiting, and then he counted him out, and Bischoff was like, I mean uh, Nash and Hall were like, you know, you better hope he doesn't fucking show up because if he shows up, he will kick the shit out of you. You know, like would have been great. It would have been great though. It would have worked. Oh, it totally would have worked. Well, that was another thing Nash talked about was, was like he couldn't see the ruckus when he showed up. Then when NW when DX attacked the fucking WCW, he didn't know what was going on. And then when he found out, he was like, "Open the door, open the door." He goes, "We they were on the other side of the door, and they wanted to open it up." He goes, "We could have had them on our show. What were you thinking on our show? We would have made the news." You know, he's like, we should have let them in. Exactly. And they exactly didn't. Right. And they didn't. And, 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 you know, and that was such a big deal in D DX's history because they're always talking about showing up with a tank when there was no fucking tank. It was a Jeep with a gun on it. But, it was a Jeep. Yeah. yeah, it was a Jeep. So, but they, but they love to like, we were in a tank, you know? No, no. No, let's not rewrite history too much there. Too much. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so now, uh, 
what else did happen on Raw? Oh, yeah, so Cena came back. Cena. We're not okay. sure who Cena's going after or what or what's going on, but he's back. The fans are excited to see him. Uh, I always like the music, you know. But, uh, but oh, yeah, but then Charlotte Flair. So Rhea Ripley, who I'm not a fan of. I was glad Charlotte Flair won her title back. And, uh, and then what happened was Rhea Ripley had to have a rematch with Charlotte Flair the night after. And then you know what happens there? Charlotte fails. Well, she, well, what happened, um, there was a cash in of the money in the bank. Charlotte says, I'm not fighting you, Rhea Ripley. I'm leaving. I'm not going to fight you. I'm leaving. And then Rhea was like this. Well, I'm just going to fuck you up then. And then proceeded to demolish Charlotte Flair. Yes. Allowing almost a superhero, Nikki Cross. Now, wait a minute, though. Like, who is even the heel and who is the face in this? Because, like, she's so sharp. Nikki's the face. Well, no, no. Is Rhea Ripley the heel or is she the face? She's a heel as well as far as I'm concerned. She looks like a heel. I think they were both, like, I think that's kind of what it was. It's like, this story kind of has been happening for a while, right? Yeah. Like, the Charlotte, Rhea, Nikki story has been happening for a few months now. Like, you can't even beat her in two minutes. No, neither of you could. And now she's the champ. How about that, you idiots? Yeah, and now she's the champ. Two big, bad, exactly, things. And and this brightly colored, little, energetic, fly is the champ. And you know what the thing is, is you would think that obviously, um, you know, cashing in like that when someone's injured after a heel goes after and injures her, that's not a superhero thing to do. But she's not a superhero. She's almost a superhero. So she can be flawed. Yeah. Yeah. She's a person. She's a person who's trying to better herself. She's trying to better herself. She's trying to become... You know, she's right now. She's just a, a beautiful little. She's come out of the cocoon. She only knows what it was like to be a little warm, a little a little caterpillar, and now she's out, and she's a butterfly, and she's blossomed, and she cashed in the money in the bank. She beat Charlotte Flair. People are not happy with this Mighty Mouse situation, but personally, for Nikki Cross, I'm finally glad they're doing something with her. Because she's yeah. fucking, they've been wasting her wrestling ability for far too long. I love Nikki Cross. I've always, I love Nikki Cross. I love the Scottish people. Like, you know? Yeah. They're oh, great. Yeah. I, love, I love Scottish wrestlers. I, I love them. I love Nikki Cross. I've always liked her. And I'm glad that she's finally got a gimmick that works. I just wish it wasn't uh, fucking. Why do all the Scottish people have to wear fucking uh, steel fucking blindfolds? Seamus is wearing the same thing. Yeah, because of his... he got that. That was a receipt that did that one. Yes. Yeah. There was um yeah so so I'm excited that Nikki Cross is that this is going on. A lot of people are not happy with it, but you know what? Fuck them. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think she. You know what? Let's get her some good title matches and let's build this character yeah. and uh, yeah. give it a good run. As long as yeah. as long as they don't have her do a superhero entrance, like just let's keep her feet on the ground. And let's not keep let's not put her in the rafters for any reason because, as far as I'm concerned, if you put anybody in the rafters and drop them down, you're just disrespecting. You're a monster. You're you're not that, that should never happen in the WWE ever again. So ever, ever, never, never. you know I just I just don't want 
I don't want this this superhero to turn into the Blue Blazer. That's all I'm saying. So, but uh, but um, but I'm excited uh, for Nikki Cross, and I'm excited for this. And you know, who knows? Who knows where where it's going to lead? What do you think is going to happen on Dynamite tonight that we're not going to see? But people will be talking about Friday when we talk when we have the show. Well, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're just going to have to talk about it next week. Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping that we get some. uh, There's been some chatter. I've been looking at uh, Twitter there. Andrade El Idolo posted that uh, he may be surprising some folks with something tonight, and I don't know what that is. Oh, maybe a new mask so he doesn't look like Evil Uh, Uno? No, that mask is, uh, it's a, what's it called? It's a Black Skull mask. It's a tribute to a a a Batman villain. Yeah, Evil Uno. Evil Uno already has that mask. They're different. They're different things. Oh, yeah. So what? Until what? Next time he comes out with a scarecrow mask on? And then that's his. (laughs) <laughs> Those are both Batman villains. Um, the uh, th- that's uh, I- I'm cool. I I, I want to see. Um, you know, uh, I love the Bucks. I'm I'm glad I- they-, they shaved their mustaches off way too soon. Kenny Omega's still rocking his though. He-, he looks good. You know, what he looks like he looks real good. Hunter back in the day when oh. Hunter used to rock that. The Mega. He looks cool. He looks cooler. Yeah, of course he does. Hunter was just trying to be Lemmy. You know. Yeah. Now, Kenny Omega, uh, I got to tell you, I watched, uh, my brother and I, we watched the um, the Kenny Omega special that's uh, Beyond uh, the Beyond the Nation on TSN. It's always, it's about him and uh, him and uh, uh, Ibushi, uh, Koda, Ibushi, and uh, the Golden Lovers. And the... Omega Man. Yeah. So it's all about the Golden Lovers and the story behind it and how it's like was wrestling's only pro-gay storyline, and uh, are they lovers? Are they not lovers? What's going on? You know, and then they interview Kenny's parents. He's like, people are asking us, is Kenny or gay or what? You know, and we're like, it's, who who cares? You know, it's just like. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that it made it all the way to, like, his, like, small-town Winnipeg parents. I know, and they have the Winnipeg accents, like, is he gay or what? And uh, we just said it doesn't matter. He's still our child. We He's love still him. Still our kid, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it, but it's just showed them like when they're wrestling together and how in sync they would like hold hands on the top rope and jump together and double flip and yeah. on the like. Yeah, oh hilarious. my god, they were, great like, stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh. So I watched that too. That was another thing I watched. Uh, you now you were saying you had an idea for a list because we've been doing yeah we we like to do the list on the show, and what were you thinking of uh, this with this list today? Like top top five gimmicks that you wish you saw more of. Okay, so top you know five gimmicks mean? we wish we saw more of. Um, yeah. All right. So I'll start. so so you start because and I'll sort yeah. of follow. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to start with a tag team. All right. Uh, and for me, it was uh, the Headbangers. Okay. I like those two guys. I like the idea of these kind of young, punkish guys like running around and beating the shit out of people. You don't really have, you didn't really have that in wrestling. And it happens all the time. Have you ever gone to like a, like a real punk show? Like some of these kids are just in the mosh pit throwing fists and punches and kicks. And it's like, yeah, they're like, how is this not a, a team? 
And like I, when they broke them up, I think because one got hurt, and then they turned the other one into a weirdo. <clears throat> but they should have kept that going, man. Like Mosh and Thrasher, the Headbangers could have been. I think you change their names, give actual human being names, but yeah, they could have been something. They were a good tag team that should have gotten more. I think. I will say when you first said um, uh, the Headbangers, I was thinking the Head Shrinkers, and so I was. I was listening to you describe because they're in the clubs having fun. I'm like the head shrinkers, and this is you know so everything you're describing is the Mosh and Thrasher from the Headbangers. But I was thinking Fatu and Samu, fucking. I was like, they just should have kept them a Samoan SWAT team. But no, you were talking about Mosh and Thrasher, uh, who <laughs> you know work. You know at the time it was like. Are these guys Road Warrior ripoffs too, or what are they? They were themselves. And, yeah, I didn't really uh, think of, like some people might have just because they had the stuff on their face. Yeah, but they were like they were wearing kilts. They were clearly both bald, and they were moshing around the place. Like those guys were like, I thought they were fucking like the the kind of idiots you see at those shows. You yeah. know what I mean? They uh, should have like the Headbangers was a good name. One, they should have grown their hair though. Two skinheads makes me un- unnerved. Yeah. Two like punk fans that are skinheads makes me very unnerved. I'm like, I want to hit these two Nazis because I'm sure one of them's a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been an interesting wrinkle. Is one of them a Nazi? Let's punch the Nazi. Like, (laughs) Uh, my my, uh, I wish they ran the gimmick wall longer. Is uh, Waldo von Erich the Nazi? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) I just (laughs) they only went from no. Um, I would think that uh, for me. A gimmick that I wish they would have went longer with. Um, hmm. Let's see. Um, boom, boom. I'm trying That's to so think many. here. I wrote so many down. Okay, so uh, let me just try to just. I'm just trying to think of gimmicks that were wasted gimmicks, where they give somebody there's so much potential, and then they do nothing with them. Um. Well, they just, they just, uh, they just, okay, number five, they just wasted Killer Cross uh, on Raw the other night. Like, uh, yeah, but that kind of character you like a lot. Would you like to see more of that dominant crazy man? I don't know. Um, let me see. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I'm like, it's so hard for me to even. Um... Do you want me to do my next one? No, no, just give me a second. Um, mm-hmm. I w- <sighs> Jeepers. Okay, do your next one. Okay, so my number four, uh, I have um, Waylon Mercy, but not like the Bray Wyatt kind of furthering of the gimmick. I wanted more creepy, just Waylon Mercy, Cape Fear dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I, I think that there should have been more Waylon Mercy. So he's my number four. All right. So my number five is uh, Hollywood Blondes. Put them together and split them up too. Put them together too quickly and split them up too quickly. Yeah. When they were cool. nine months together and that's all they had, and it should have been way longer, way longer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so here's your number four. Number four. Um. Mm, my number four would be uh, oh, 
uh, Owen Hart, the Blackheart, when he was when he was come, like after um, Bret Hart left, there was a while where Owen Hart was like running into the ring and attacking Stone Cold every week or attacking someone, and he was coming through the yeah. crowd, and he had so much heat, and everybody yeah, was behind really it, great and then they just stopped it. They just stopped yeah. it, and then they put him into a tag team with Jeff Jarrett, and then they put him into the blue blazer outfit, and then we know what happened. Yes. Yeah, so stupid. So, so and, and, right. and that, that the idea was Vince was going to put Owen into Brett's role as that character, the great yeah, Canadian hero. Inst- yeah. and, uh, and what was supposed to happen was Shawn Michaels was supposed to put Owen Hart over at an in-your-house. And because uh, he he's a bitch boy, and he didn't, because he's a bitch boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Hunter was against it happening too. Fuck you, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, fuck you, Shawn Michaels. So yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, that that right there uh, nice. is my number two. Great, great. You're at number no. You're at number f- yeah number four. Yeah. So my number four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Number three, the Repo Man. Love the Repo Man. Yeah, I just want to see a character who just steals other people's shit. Like, when they're in the middle of a match with somebody else, like, just goes down to the ring, just like, mine. And then, like, kick of the feuds, he could start just by lifting people's shit. You know what I mean? It was great. I loved him. I loved the character. I love that it was done by one of the Demolition. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I love I loved the Repo Man. And I wish to see a character like him or just more Repo Man. When I first saw... Um... When I first saw a demolition, um, yeah. they used to have to cover his. Uh, uh, they used to have to cover his tattoo because uh, he had a big uh, eagle on his arm, and uh, which is very weird because he was playing a, a Russian named Krusher Khrushchev, who would uh, definitely. Yeah. But he was a Russian sympathizer, so he flipped. So maybe yeah. that explains the eagle on his arm. But um, but when he came to WWE, he had to cover that eagle, and yeah. uh, and uh, with that, and you know, Weird shoulder plate thing. Yeah, and I just love that he was great as Crusher Khrushchev. He was great as Smash, and he was really entertaining as the Repo Man. So you yeah. know what? I'm with you, but I'm you. While you say the Repo Man, my number three, a guy who I liked, who I thought should have been a lot better. I loved his gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh is uh Steve Karen Skinner. Ooh, I love he was Skinner. almost on my list. I almost put him on the list. Yeah, man. That weird Everglade uh kind of backwoods, yes. backwater. I'm a I'm a make you squeal like a pig. Yes. Of, uh, and character. you know yeah. and it's like later on in Tough Enough they would have a guy named uh ZZ and he was an actual guy that wrestled alligators and lived yeah. in Louisiana. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, you're the real Skinner. But no, Skinner was so much better. And yeah, I do. best thing I ever seen Skinner do was he was in a battle royal in Ottawa. And um, the battle royal was happening, like 20 guys in the ring. And a fan jumped the railing and tried to get into the ring. And Skinner kicked him in the fucking head. And he dropped like... Oh, you dropped like the South Tower on 9/11. Just boom. Not good. Not good. So Skinner, I like Skinner. I thought he could have lasted longer. Uh, no, not long enough though. Yeah, Skinner's a good pick. All right, who's your number two? 
What's that? Number two. Ricky Steamboat as the Intercontinental Champion. Now, I know that wasn't their fault, but Ricky should have had a longer run with the belt, and they should have accommodated him as much as they wanted to because he deserved to be a champion a lot longer than he was. And he's, you know, so I would say I just think Ricky Steamboat with the IC title. He should have, even when they brought him back, they should have given him another run. Or, or, well, they just treated him like shit. Like, come on, like, WrestleMania 4. When Savage is going through that tournament, it was all lined up for the second round that Savage would face Ricky Steamboat in the second round, but they didn't do it, and no. they should have did it because they could have had a twenty, a twenty, another twenty-minute WrestleMania fucking classic. classic. I agree. And they chose not to do it, so so they just just didn't just they didn't give Steamboat enough. That's what nope. my that's what it is. Is that a waste of a gimmick? A waste of Steamboat? Uh, is talents yeah because yeah, I'm, I'm about to do the same kind of thing my number two was china 100 percent, everything wasted yeah. on her yeah china they should have pushed china to the goddamn moon and you know and, and kept her there because there's such a dominant force they're kind of bringing a china-esque character back in AEW with the jade cargill like uh, just a dominant hard female, but it's not the same. You're it's right. Not it's not the same. same. It's not the same. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not even close to. But being it's the like same. yeah, they should have done more with China, and they didn't. They fucked it all up. Did you uh, watch? That was my. Did you watch the China crazy. documentary? Yeah. I always thought her jawline was from growth hormone, was from GHB growth hormone and stuff like that. But her jaw, her jawline was inherited. Her her family had that jawline, that yeah. manly jawline. I thought that was from steroids and stuff like that, but no, I was wrong. It's just she did not have good genes, and then she uh, (laughs) – obviously, she had great genes, but but obviously – but, like, when she got surgically the jawline fixed and she became more looking like a girl, you know, but people would have, like, questioned, you know. But whatever. China was the fucking best, and I loved her, and I hate the way uh, everything was handled with her. That's right. And then my number one pick is uh, the Loose Cannon, Brian Pillman. I wish the Loose Cannon gimmick would have went forever because I was a huge Brian Pillman fan. And the Loose Cannon gimmick, I think, is my favorite. It was like the precursor to people like Stone Cold, like kind of like being that way. You know, it was just like, I am this. This is who you don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know what I'm going to do yet. You know what I mean? I loved it. I love the wildness of Brian Pillman as a Loose Cannon. All right. Um, I'm going to say uh, they didn't do enough with the NWO. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my honorable mention. Um, they could have went a little bit longer, a few more factions. Um, you know, like there was no spinoff of the LWO. Why not? Um, was there? I thought that was the one with uh, well, Rey Mysterio. And well, there was. Mysterio. There was the Latino World Order, but it never actually went full Luchador World Order. Um, you know, Latino. No, or uh, so. So, uh, yeah. Um, China is. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to say. Um, okay, let me just think here. Um, all right. Uh, so I'm down. Where am I down to? Where am I? Where are we got? Let's recap the list. What do we got right now? I uh, I have uh, 
Oh, fuck. My notes are all fucked up, brother. I've got my five so far in no particular order were the Headbangers, Waylon Mercy, Repo Man, China, Loose Cannon. And I Your said five, Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, in no particular order were Hollywood Blondes, uh, Blackheart, Owen Hart, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. Um, fucking, who was the last guy you just said before? I can't even remember. It's been yeah, so long. Go back and check the tape, listeners. Check the tape. <laughs> Who's your number? Okay, who's your number one? My number one wasted gimmick. Um, uh, let's see. Cheapers wasted gimmick. The mm. number one wasted gimmick, eh? Or a gimmick that yeah, gimmick we wanted to see more of. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, I don't know. Did you do your number one? Yeah. Okay. It was the loose cannon, the Brian loose cannon Brian Pillman, eh? So for me, the the well, again, like just the WCW's mishandling of Bret Hart. That's probably yeah. my number one. They didn't, you know, when they they put him in the Goldberg storyline, but it took. Like that that Goldberg storyline happened in '99. He entered. He like he, he, it took a year and a half to get to that. Like, are you serious? And uh, yeah. and and it was and it kind of weird. Like they made him the leader of NWO 2000. Why would he be the leader when they had Scott Steiner and and Kevin Nash, an original member? Like, yeah, exactly. it just doesn't yeah. make sense, and it just doesn't compute. And the only good thing that they did with Brett was the night that he sang the Canadian National Anthem on TV and Goldberg hit him with the spear and he had the plate, the spear plate on. Yeah, that was great. You know, great. again, like, so that's it. And also, you know, I do kind of wish Goldberg's streak would have went a little longer and didn't end when it did. Um, yeah, that might be an honorable mention, but... The mishandling of Bret Hart is definitely one hundred percent my my least favorite thing in wrestling. So, uh, with that said, we've done it another hour of your time wasted on recent. I ah, it's not wasted. You learned some stuff, baby. <laughs> you learned things and stuff, and uh, you learned that we can all be superheroes, but we all make mistakes. So we're all almost superheroes like Nikki Cross. And I'm I don't I hope that they don't uh you know or fuck how about okay, come on. Okay, fuck okay. Wait. Alistair Black. They did all those new promos for him. It's amazing. And then they just wasted it and they cut him. Well they didn't waste it. It made uh people very happy to see him in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. There we go. And, uh, you know, with that said, uh, Reese, tell us what's going on this week, what's going on with the movie show, what's going on at the studio stash, what's going on with uh, with you in general. Uh, well, late night stash, we're going tonight. Uh, or, sorry, I guess it was, yeah, tonight, we're going tonight. <laughs> I guess they're uh, Drew Beam and Travis from Canada's Finest, uh, Cannabis Dispensary in British Columbia. 
the movie show this week is on a break this week. It's a break week. Um, I'm going to be in Montreal uh, for, from Thursday to Thursday. I'm doing a show with Derek Sagan, Walter Ling, Chris Vendito at Hurley's. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to be doing some stuff. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, this comes at Friday. Uh, Friday night, I will be uh, dusting the dust off and uh, hitting the absolute stage on Friday night and Sunday night doing guest spots. And then next week, I will be headlining uh, the uh, the grand reopening of Absolute Comedy here yes. in uh, Ottawa, Canada. And uh, you can come out and see those shows if you're in the area. And if you're not, uh, the week after, I'll be in Kingston. And the week after that, I will be in Toronto back home. And uh, so I am on the road for the next couple weeks and we'll be on the road and uh yeah and uh you know so that's it that so thank you for letting us put a headlock in your ears thank you and for reese turner yeah <laughs> and myself uh we'll talk at you next week until then never sleeps networks talking wrestling later we're peace out. peace Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.